the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening. Happy Monday. Yeah, welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Are y'all glad to have me back on this Monday? I'm glad to be with you guys here. I was super excited to have my partner in crime back with me today. I come to the, I come to the to the studio here to to the stadi- to the station. And I ring the doorbell because I get her after after business hours are closed, and uh, and uh, my buddy comes comes to the door, and I'm like, hey, I'm like so excited to see him because he was off on Thursday and Friday, and he acted like he had just seen me five minutes ago. He acted like he acted like instead of looking down and seeing a hundred dollar bill on the ground, he was looking down and seeing a quarter. It's like, hey, hey. I I I so I, I'm wondering if y'all missed me more than my buddy did because I, I I missed him. But anyway, I'm glad to have him back. Y'all know who I'm talking about. It's my buddy DJ Carrot Sticks. Corn Pop was a bad dude. <laughs> you came a little bit early, and you know we don't have a peephole or anything, so I was nervous. Maybe it was Corn Pop. I, don't know. <laughs> I was happy to see you. I was a little nervous. I was scared. That was a look of scared. Well, let me tell you, if you could, if if Joe Biden could handle Corn Pop, baby, I have no doubt that you could handle Corn Pop, even if you were still slightly under the weather. Well, but uh, Joe Biden had the chain. The 12 links of chain. The chain. As he's as he's telling the African-Americans, they're going to put y'all back in chains. Anyway, I'm glad to have you guys here with me. Glad that my buddy's back with me. And uh, we got lots to cover on tonight's show. And I want to hear from you guys. 888-344-1170. The question of the day is, what, do you, what should we really be doing about Syria? And I'm not even talking about whether or not Trump should pull these this amount of troops out or all the troops are part of the troop. What are we really doing from a strategy standpoint over in the Middle East and with our troops? What should we be doing? I'm looking for something a little bit besides just the the, the conventional wisdom of we've got to be there to protect the tur- Kurds. We've got to be – I didn't mean Turds – protect the Kurds. You know, what's the bigger picture strategy here? What are we doing from a foreign policy standpoint? 888-344-1170. Uh, in, in case you're just tuning in, this is Andrea K. I am Andrea K. Dynamite in a dress, busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy every night of the week. Glad to have you guys here with me. If you're listening and watching on Facebook Live, um, hello, and keep the comments rolling. I'm going to try to read some out throughout the show. Um, always love to hear from you guys and get your perspective. And I know many of you there, even if you don't call in, are going to be sharing what you think we should be doing from a big, bigger picture standpoint in terms of foreign policy, because President Trump was elected to to stop, if not end the endless wars that we're in, at least not drag us into more, at least not make it longer. So, again, the question of the day is, what should we be doing from a bigger picture standpoint? And I'm going to pose that question to my buddy Ed Martin from the Ed Martin Movement. Y'all can hear him every night at 9 p.m. here on The Answer San Diego. I'm going to pose him uh, the same question to him about Syria, as well as what's going on with Trump taxes, which uh, there are a couple different court cases today. Uh, that uh, Ed Martin, in addition to being a phenomenal radio show host and friend of mine, he's also a shady attorney. He's also one of them lawyers. So he's going to tell us what's happening. Yeah. So, uh, and then later on in the show, um, there's there's some audio that I want you guys to hear. And I want to ask you where you think this audio is coming from. 
because, you know, in the middle of while we've got all this, this constant attempt to unseat a free and fairly elected president of the United States from so many different fronts. We've got major issues happening within this country that nobody seems to give a crap about. All the Democrats care about is is is, is seizing control over our elections because ultimately that's what it's about. It's not really about President Trump. What, the most important thing that President Trump said uh, the day of the inauguration, which was why he actually ran for office, this outsider who's working for free, by the way, was he said on the day of the inauguration, today is the day that the government gets returned to the people. And that was the, that was the statement and his intention and desire, which, is, which spurned and, uh, the coup attempt from the beginning. Because they needed to stop both opposition parties and the establishment, the deep state, needed to stop this outsider from coming in. Because unbeknownst to the American people, uh, we, the, the government was not really of the people and by the people and for the people. And it had not been for a while. And the truth about that has been exposed. President Trump is really the OG. Trump is really the whistleblower. I posted that meme on Facebook the other day, and I don't even remember who came up with that hat tip to y'all. Trump is really the whistleblower. Look at everything that we've learned that he blew the whistle on. Most recently, the reason why they pulled the trigger on the impeachment inquiry, which is not really an impeachment, is because he blew the whistle on what, what's been going down in Ukraine, and not just with Joe Biden. Now we understand that Mitt Romney had family member involved in, in – he, I guess he's got a family member, a friend of his, who was on the board of directors for Burisma. We find out Nancy Pelosi's got a son who's on some gas company, uh, works for a gas company over in Ukraine. A friend of mine on Twitter today, Carmine Sabia, tweeted out, he said, if the Democrats are also against fossil fuels – and gas, how come all their kids work on work for these gas and oil companies over in Ukraine, right? Yeah, you, you kind of like that, huh, DJ? That's a great point, yeah. Yeah. So um, it is Monday. A lot of you guys already know what happened over the weekend, including some you know Republicans that really did their best job. Oh, unfortunately, it was only two out of the hundreds of Republicans ele- elected into office. But there was a couple, too, that went on the Sunday morning talk shows and really pushed back against the insanity that's going on in the coup attempt. Where are all the rest of the Republicans? What were y'all doing? Y'all out at an an, an, an all-you-can-drink mimosa brunch on Sunday instead of representing the American people who elected you into office? One of the things that we learned uh, over the weekend is that now there's an additional whistleblower. Did you hear this, DJ Karastix? We got more whistleblowers. I did. It's like they're all sitting around a campfire passing a whistle around to each other. This one heard it better. This, this the, one heard, could hear the conversation. No, it, this one heard their hearsay more so than the first one did. It had it right. bigger ears. Right, which means the first one actually, the first one actually didn't blow his whistle. He blew somebody else. He, he, was, he was blowing somebody else. Oh, my. He was. you <laughs> but seriously <laughs> blow your own man blow your own it's supposed to be your own whistle you're blowing it's supposed to be your first hand knowledge <laughs> blowing somebody else's you ain't got nothing so why did why do we now have somebody else coming in who is this additional people these are no these are no better than to use the same analogy that I've been using from the jump. Christine Blasey Ford, John Brennan tweeted out there, "Hey, anybody else got anything they want to say? I'm I'm gonna pass around the whistle for for everybody else doing his best." Michael Avenatti, and yeah, they found somebody else who supposedly's got some axe to grind or whatever. 
And who who is this people? There you if if and it's supposedly over the same phone call. So why would we have somebody some additional people coming out? Because it, unlike at least with Christine Blasey Ford's case, they had additional claims to be made. This is supposedly somebody else who like you were asking DJ Karasik, somebody else who heard the same phone call. This is crap. Why are they doing this? Because of what was discovered. We've now got the the original person who wrote the complaint is tainted. Uh, I posted on my Facebook, thanks to Sean Davis from The Federalist, the form that, that this person filled out for the first whistleblower complaint. And you can see two areas, two boxes they were supposed to check. Have you discussed this with anybody else? And what were the details of that discussion? Now, unless this person was operating from maybe a, a five-year-old's mentality and a five-year-old's maturity and education and literacy level, there's no excuse for why that information was left blank, which means it was an outright lie. It was a lie of omission. And in the words of my great gal, Judge Judy, don't come into my courtroom with dirty hands. If this was a court case, the jury instructions based on, on that person's testimony would be if someone's if, if his testimony has been found in part to be a lie, in part to be false, then the jury instructions are that you can consider the entire testimony to be false and disregard and discount anything that this witness has said. And that's where we're at. And then on top of it, Schiff lied about that, that as well, which legally makes him a material witness. He should have already had his butt hauled in. So that's why they got to prop it up and bring in some other whistleblower. And all it really does is remind me of why we need to not have this in the first place. Why do we have this? Nobody else is asking why we even have this whistleblower statute in the first place. Because it's not needed. Anybody who's had any involvement whatsoever in the federal government, whatever department or agency it is, knows that they already have a very complete and detailed grievance process, and that, which is for just this. I feel I, have, I am aggrieved. I have had something happen to me or I have participated in or seen something that is a problem for me. There is already a foundation for this process. And then on top of it, we already have laws that prohibit wrongful termination. In fact, you can't even terminate anybody in the federal government. It's almost impossible to fire anybody. So why do we need this? We have this for the same reason we have all the other indoctrination. Why we have, and hear me out, why we have Islamic indoctrination in the schools, why we have LBGT indoctrination in the schools, the anti-bullying. So we've got to have, we've got to have this whistleblower statute so that nobody, if they blow the whistle, they can't be bullied. And we know that anything that's done under the phony guise of anti-bullying is really just an inroad for power. That's all it is. This is about giving power to the deep state, secrecy, privacy, and denying rights to the accused. Because now what do we have? The whistleblower is automatically, uh, automatically given uh, the, the accused. Let me say it this way. The accused is now guilty until proven innocent. And the whistleblower gets to go off in hiding, gets full protections, gets to go off in hiding, say whatever they want to say, make whatever claim they want to make with no repercussions. And the accused is considered guilty and too proven innocent in this case because the Democrats didn't even do an actual official impeachment. They did an impeachment inquiry. President Trump and the Trump administration are not being afforded any of their legal rights in this case. And it's absolutely despicable and disturbing. And it shouldn't be allowed to happen. And if and if the Republican Party, besides just two of them, Jim Jordan and somebody else, actually cared about protect, and I don't care about whistleblower protections. I care about protections for the U.S. taxpayer because we're paying for all this crap. I care about protections for the U.S. voter. What was it? Three hundred and seventy electoral votes 
that the deep state is trying to undermine here. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk to uh, my brother Ed Martin, who's going to be here. We're going to talk to him about this because Jim Clapper kind of spilled the beans over the weekend and some situations here involving what this is ultimately about the coup attempt. And then we got to talk Syria and whether or not President Trump should be removing the troops from there. So stay tuned. We've got more Andrea K. show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here, recently recognized top San Diego attorney, Rod Hatley, is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. If your passion is digital marketing and helping businesses grow, then listen up. We've got an opportunity for you. And it's with Salem Surround, a national digital marketing agency that partners with businesses both right here in San Diego and beyond. Salem Surround helps deliver integrated marketing solutions to help meet client goals and exceed expectations. We're looking for a digital audience specialist to lead and support our sales team and their clients to integrate digital solutions into their media plans. This is not an administrative job. You'll be crafting presentations and getting out in the field with our sales team, meeting clients and positively impacting their business. If you have experience selling and driving digital campaigns and you're looking for an opportunity to grow yourself and your career, apply online at SalemMedia.com. SalemMedia.com. Salem Surround offers base pay, bonus opportunities, health care, and numerous other benefits. Salem Surround is an equal opportunity employer. National competition for your business is eating away at your customer base faster than you can keep up. It's as if they have a backroom of digital marketing minions swallowing your customers one by one. And it's not a pretty sight. What if you could beat them with your own minions? You need Salem Surround, a full-service digital agency with all your digital marketing under one roof. When a potential customer searches for your product, do they find your business or the competition? Is your contact information accurate and everywhere it should be to reach today's digital consumer? Does your website have all the right tools to turn visitors into leads? We've got some solutions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to help get your message in front of today's digital audience. We'll help deliver customers by putting your business message in the right place at the right time. Don't just invest in a marketing strategy. You need to surround your target audience. Learn more at SurroundSanDiego.com. SurroundSanDiego.com. Connecting you with new customers. Dennis Prager here with some information you are going to want to know to make the most of the dog days of this San Diego summer. Don't spend your evenings and weekends inside running up the electric bill and overworking your air conditioning. Invite your 
your friends, neighbors, and family over to a backyard barbecue. Prepare the most gourmet of feasts on your brand new grill. Sourced from the place I know and trust, the Warm Hearth Fireside and Patio Shop in La Mesa. The experts at the Warm Hearth can cater to any preference or taste with their immense inventory of brands and models to choose from. They carry pellet and charcoal, ceramic and gas grills, even an Italian-style pizza oven from every name brand leading manufacturer. While you're there, take a peek at their beautiful showroom of fireplaces, keeping in mind that it won't be quite this hot forever. The Warm Hearth Fireside and Patio Shop on the corner of Jackson and La Mesa Boulevard or online at warmhearthfireplaceandpatio.com. That's warmhearthfireplaceandpatio.com. FM 96.1 North County AM 1170 San Diego The Answer Andrea K The Donut Queen of San Diego It's the Andrea K Show On The Answer San Diego Yeah Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show Glad to have you guys here with me 888-344-1170 Joining me now is my buddy Ed Martin. Y'all can hear him every night here at 9 p.m. Pacific time on The Answer San Diego. So after my show, you go get a little something to eat, a little snacky snacky, maybe make yourself a nice little cocktail, and then you tune back in at 9 o'clock. Um, so before the break, I was talking about how we got that whistle being passed around at some kind of campfire back in D.C. at a cocktail party. More whistleblowers yeah. coming out. Uh, wh- uh, this is all about an impeachment over President Trump because, you know, he dared to invoke the treaty that was signed by uh, under Bill Clinton, which was a reciprocal agreement with Ukraine that we share in investigations. And we know that uh, there was corruption in the 2016 election. But, oh, my gosh, how could he do that? And nobody's talking today, Ed Martin, about the fact that uh, Jim J- James Clapper finally said something that we've all suspected and known all along over the weekend, told Anderson Cooper that it was Obama that, quote, tasked them to do everything that led up into the Mueller investigation, which means the Fusion GPS, the Steele dossier, the phony FISA uh, warrants and all of that. Uh, so can, how come nobody's talking today about the fact that we're trying to impeach President Trump for doing something that Obama did, which is investigate? Well, I- no, you're exactly right. And, you know, Andrea, as I, as I saw Clapper, I saw that interview over the weekend, and I saw some clips of Brennan. And, you know, as, as people are pointing out, the, the Hillary Clinton campaign admitted and the Ukraine admitted that they worked together in the 2016 election. Ukraine said they tried to influence the election by spreading dirt on Manafort to damage Trump. I mean, you know, look, I'm not sure that there's anything that uh, is new under the sun in politics, but what is amazing to watch is think about this new whistleblower it sounds like the new whistleblower is actually the person who fed the information to the first whistleblower so it's not it's the whole everything is back to the same thing nothing was done illegal nothing was done improper and yet they're still running around having impeachment uh, inquiries and conversations and I, look the one thing on my father i was visiting my father today andrew he turned to me at one point and said do you think they're ever going to get any of these people and put them in jail? I mean, that's what the American people look yes. up. They're saying, when are they going to get to the bottom of this whole dastardly effort to drag down this president by the Steele dossier, the FBI, the Flynn, all this stuff? And I have to say, that's what I'm most hopeful about is, I, you know, Attorney General Barr has been making these trips and looking into things. 
I just hope they keep going all the way to the bottom of this mess. Well, when they when you dig all the way to the bottom, typically that's where you find the Clintons, and that's where you're also going to find. <laughs> a, yeah, that's right. right. And that's right. where yeah, and and Clapper just revealed that that's where you're going to find uh, Obama is at the bottom of all this, and that's why they had to pull the trigger on the impeachment because they got spies. This newest whistleblower, the original person who fed the information, um, you know, no doubt, which is why I don't like this whistleblower statute in the first place because this person basically is a spy and a leaker, which is a crime. So this person is now claiming to be a whistleblower so that they've got protections. We need to get rid of this whistleblower thing from the, from the, in the first place. Well, and, and remember and remember the Obama administration, the White House, Susan Rice and Samantha Powers, they were unmasking all sorts of people right. and, and as a way to – and they, they admitted we were doing it in such a way that it would be sent out on the national security, the daily reports, so that the word would get out who these people were. In other words – Frankly, they were playing politics. Now, again, I think when we have a system of, 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 a, of a constitutional republic like this, you're going to have the top people. I remember I've told you often, Andrew, I was a chief of staff to a governor and the governor of Missouri. His job is half political and half uh, governing. I mean, he he was a candidate. So you're always going to be able to see things through that that uh, lens. The question is, did he or she in any position do something wrong outside of the law? And no one says that Trump did something outside of the law. I mean, people may not like it. They may think it was an artful. I happen to like it and think it was fine. But but it's not against the law. And yet we still have a do-nothing Congress. You know, here's another thing. How can it be the American people look up and they say, we have an immigration system where literally illegal immigrants are killing Americans. The system is broken. Congress won't fix it. We have crumbling roads and airports. Congress won't fix it. We have fentanyl killing Americans coming from China. Congress won't fix it. I mean, if there was ever a do-nothing Congress, it's this one. And yet, they just want to talk about impeachment, 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 right. and hope it sticks. That's because they are doing something, and, and the, their entire de- what they are entirely dedicated in doing is unseating a free and fairly elected president of the United States because their whole goal has been to hijack and control the United States of America and to transform it into their Marxist utopia. And the reason why they got all these sp- spies and now they they put all these spies around in there and because they know that President Trump was serious about draining the swamp and routing out the corruption. And as he's gotten close to the heart of it, which was Ukraine, where so much of it went down, that's why they had to pull the trigger. Because the reality is, is there's a, you're right, President Trump has done nothing. That it by way of anything criminal, criminal or certainly nothing involving high crimes and misdemeanors that would justify an impeachment. But they all did, including Obama illegally spying on our opposition party campaign, lying to the FISA courts, going to paying for foreign actors uh, to to create a smear file. Everything that everything and, and and while that was going on, covering up the crimes of a secretary of state with her felonious email schemes and destroying 33,000 pieces of government pro- uh, property under subpoena, not to mention right. her pay for play scheme. So it's all about covering up their crimes, as well as the fact that they don't want the American people to know that really, uh, you know, I've, I've begun to think that the Republican you talk about a do nothing Congress. How about a do nothing Republican Party, Ed? Because you look back to Romney in 2012, McCain in 08. Were these anybody that were any different than Democrats? It's been a one party system for a while. And President Trump was their worst nightmare because he here's somebody arrived on the scene because the American people were wising up. And they wanted to stop it. I got to shift gears to Siri and, and pick your brain on this. Okay. Yep. yep we're, yep. we're talking to Ed Martin of the Ed Martin Movement. 
I want to pose a question to you that's kind of yep. t- taking the conversation to the next level and, and, and advancing the story. Everybody's hysterical today because President Trump was going to pull troops uh, out of Syria as Turkey was planning some uh, invasion. And we hear then from the AP that it's only going to be about a dozen. Uh, you know, everybody's hysterical. How can we abandon the Kurds? Uh, my question for you is, Ed, what it, we should never be dedicating boots on the ground without a clear objective of what we're trying to accomplish, a clear definition of a win, and, a, and an exit strategy in mind. We have been over in the Middle East for decades now. We Nobody can tell me beyond that we've got to protect the Kurds why we should be there. At what right. point, why are we, is that our role as the United States of America to, to give our lives, to be implanted over there? How, what should we, shouldn't we be looking at a bigger picture discussion of the Middle East, a way that we're actually going to identify what the problem is, come up with a strategy to solve it? Otherwise, how about we just pull everybody out? Because unless we're going to move all the good people like the Kurds to, to the side over here and then carpet bomb all the bad guys, what are we doing there? Well, and let me say something different about this. Let me describe for you what I think when they study Trump in a decade from now, they'll look at. He didn't do this in the first three months in office. He didn't do it. He said he wanted to, by the way. He said when he ran, he wanted to pull out of these things. Instead, he listened to the experts who said, don't do it, don't do it. He waited and he did two things. One, he built relationships with those leaders in the rest of the world. And he also, two, built up our strength, our economy stronger than ever, our military stronger than ever. So now he's turned to these people and he said, look, police your own backyard. You guys, we've done our share. Now you take care of your own backyard. And he said to Turkey today in in a tweet, he said, let me be clear. If they don't honor what they're telling me, and Erdogan, he's a NATO ally. He he wants to get along. I mean, he, I don't think he's perfect. I think he's kind of a dictator. I know all that stuff. But we're not running Turkey. It's not the 51st state is Turkey. And what the president has said is they're going to behave. They gave me their word. They're going to straighten out in their own backyard. Think about what just happened. We now have Turkey, Syria, Iran, Russia, all paying attention to how to make things stay stable instead of us. So how is this not ingenious? And how is that? So my point here is that the president has been upfront from the very beginning that he didn't like these foreign wars. He didn't want to try to uh, put the American ideals into other places that we couldn't figure out. But he was going to be careful against ISIS. And that's what he got Turkey to agree to. So I, I look, I just think uh, we're going to, as you point out, we can't have wars forever. I think the president does have a plan. And, you know, the way the establishment, both parties is reacting makes me think, boy, oh, boy. We're so lucky to have this president. Yeah, because, you know, we didn't – again, I, I you know, I sound like a broken record. That It's a complicated area over there. We have had how many – and we and we still don't have – President Trump has come the closest to it. But we had W who was, who was, um, who was apologizing. Rush said it this way. He said they killed 3,000 of our people on 9-11. We've been apologizing ever since. We have, we have brought – we took how many troops to Afghanistan, to Iraq, and then tied their hands behind their back and told them that they that – they, they, um, the rules of engagement that Mad Dog Mattis was involved in, by the way, was all based upon a politically correct war that was refusing to identify the enemy for who they are. You cannot win a war under any of these circumstances. And unless we're going to be in it to win it and clearly understand what a win is, we shouldn't be 
dedicating anybody's child to that. We can't, we shouldn't be doing that. And, you know, people are saying, well, you know, the Kurds have done so much for us. What have we done for the world? I don't want to hear that other people have done so much for us, okay? It's really right. been the other way around. And to me, I look at it, and the situation became... Um, far worse than what it needed to be, thanks to John McCain, because, and you can tell me if I'm overly simplifying, but let's rewind to what happened here. Uh, President Obama was instrumental in assisting the takedown of some strong men that protected Christians in the area, whether it was Mubarak, whether it was Gaddafi or Bashar, right? Al-Assad, right? right? And so yeah. then they, they, and the idea was we were fed a bunch of baloney about the Arab Spring that it was supposed to be about ushering in democracy when what it was really is about, including $500 billion that was given to the Muslim Brotherhood, it was about the rise of the Islamic control in the area. And right. and, and it was Obama who ended who funded, which was part of what Ambassador Stevens was there to do, funding the, the, the Islamists in the area, which became ISIS. How, you know... Uh, our involvement, well, that, and, that, and, that, and that's this the number one thing that we asked the president to do. This president Trump was when he got in, he said, "I'm going to just remember, I'm gonna, he said, I'm going to bomb the hell out of ISIS," and everybody agrees he did that. In other words, the threat to us was always ISIS and terrorism, not people acting like jerks to each other in their foreign countries. And so the president did that. He said, "I'm going to get ISIS. I'm going to bomb the hell out of them," and he did it. And now the question is. Who they can control that they can police their own front and backyard there, and we're going to watch them. And that's what I mean about the second thing the president did. He put a ton of money into the military. Our military, we can. I said today, we can shoot a missile into your lunchbox in in Syria if we want. You know, so we they know that we know that we're going to let them police themselves. We're going to come home and we're going to focus on America first. I think that people also psychologically needed. This, they need these breaks to come back, to feel good about. There will be times where we want to go out into the world to protect an interest. We'll do that because we are America. But right now we need to come home. It, it feels right. It feels final. It feels serious. And I think Trump is doing that for us. Well, and you already laid out a lot of a lot of crises that we've got here in our own country with an open border situation and human, right. humanitarian crisis there. You know, we should yeah. have been – if we were going to bring a bunch of refugees into this country, maybe we should have brought the Kurds here and stopped bringing in people – uh, from these terrorist-infested countries, you know, look at look at what was done to us. You know, the, from the Obama administration doing everything you could to create a crisis in Syria, and then oh, all these European countries, as well as the United States, are expected to bring in all these people, and we have no idea who they are. Maybe maybe the long-term play is, you know, bring any of the Christians in the area here and tell them, you know, um, you're welcome to come to the United States because you do share our co- culture and share our values, and the rest of you are there on your own. Because it, 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 it's, you know, and, and and stop bringing people from terrorist-infested countries. Ed Martin, you always bring great perspective. I appreciate it. And y'all tune in to Thanks, Ed Andrea. at the Ed Martin Movement tonight at 9 p.m. Thanks so much, buddy. Thanks, Andrea. Talk to you soon. All right. Now, uh, stay tuned. We've got more Andrea K. show on the other side of the break, and, and we're kind of leading right into it. Uh, wait till you hear what I have to play for you guys coming back. You're going to wonder, is that where is this? Is this Beirut? Is this Qatar? Where is this? It can't be happening in the United States. Oh, but it is. Stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Kay. Spelled K A Y E.
Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. Hi, this is Ed Martin, host of the Ed Martin Movement, heard weeknights at 9 p.m. If you're looking for intelligent and conservative answers, you can find them right here on The Answer San Diego. If you live in North County, you can hear those answers on FM 96.1 and still on AM 1170 when in San Diego. That means you get Hugh Gallagher, Crager, Gorka, Elder K, Horn, and me, Eagle Ed Martin, on FM 96.1 in North County and AM 1170 in San Diego. We are The Answer San Diego. Would you give up precious family memories this Christmas with your kids and go to Afghanistan or the Sudan to serve our nation? Thousands of American women and men won't be home. They have proudly answered our nation's call. Many have been on seven, eight, even ten tours of duty. And sadly, as we all get very busy heading into our holidays, these brave men and women are all but forgotten. Most people making plans to enjoy their upcoming Christmas won't even think of the freedoms we all enjoy every day that others fought and died for, which allow us to sleep safely in our own homes every night. Won't you call in? Won't you help out or give online? Care packs are ready to go to our armed forces overseas. Call in, dictate a greeting, and the number of care packs you would like to send. Your gift of $100 sends four care packs to a serviceman or woman who won't be with their family this Christmas. And each $100 donation will send you a $20 gift card to Richard Walker's Pancake House. Go to the phone right now and help out. 855, the number 7, and the word troops. Or give online at theanswersandiego.com. The Fed just lowered the rates for the first time in 10 years. Now's the right time to get you into the threes on a 30-year fixed mortgage and possibly into the twos with a 10 or 15-year. Joe Donahue here, mortgage specialist with Right Choice Mortgage, a direct lender. We stand out in the mortgage business. We've created products that no one else has, like mortgages for the self-employed, starting in the threes. File for bankruptcy, short sold, or had a foreclosure? Even if you're only one day out, we have mortgages starting in the threes. How about getting cash out on your investment property so you can buy another one? Starting in the fours. If you have great credit or mediocre, I'm sure you've heard about rates being the lowest in years. Give me a call. Let me show you how low you can go. 833-886-3863. 833-886-FUND. Make the right choice. I'll get you what you need. Let's update your mortgage today. 833-886-3863. 833-886-FUND. Right Choice Mortgage is licensed by the VRE 01943736 and MLS 1132583 and is an equal opportunity lender. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. For years, we've been told by elite media that Trump was a puppet of Vladimir Putin. Now we're told that Trump has a corrupt relationship with the new president of Ukraine. There's just one problem. Russia and Ukraine are enemies. In fact, since 2014, the two nations have been locked in a war that has cost over 12,000 lives. So, how can media argue Trump is Putin's puppet 
while he offers military aid to Putin's enemies. This contradiction has apparently never occurred to today's media elites. They are pushing for impeachment based on an alleged attempt by our president to conspire with the Ukrainian president for political gain. So which is it? Conspiring with Russia or conspiring against Russia? Before they move on to their next attempt to end Trump's presidency over this conspiracy theory, media should at least have the decency to admit that their last conspiracy theory was dead wrong. I'm Jerry Boyer. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. FM 96.1 and AM 1170, The Answer. Andrea K. telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you all guys here with me as we kick off this week. 888-344-1170. Hey, who saw that movie The Joker this weekend and wants to chime in on it? For some reason, it seems controversial. I see uh, DJ Potato Skins. He saw it. He's waving at me over there through the booth. No spoilers. No, yeah, no spoilers. But if you want to give a review, fine. Uh, you know, a lot of movies didn't want uh, here at The Lot. I don't know if you know this, DJ uh, Carrot Sticks. The Lot movie theater said you, nobody could come with their face painted, with a mask on. It's like, what, we're banning paint now? Yeah, I don't blame them. Why do you not blame? What, what's paint got to do with somebody getting violent? Well, do you remember there was a shooting at the last Batman movie? Because because somebody had their face painted? He did have, I think he did have green hair or something. Well, So I'm sorry, but no, you can't be coming in my theater dressed like the Joker for the Joker movie. Save that for Comic-Con. Uh, oh, okay. Well, you heard it here. DJ Carrot Sticks wants to ban face painting. Um, uh, okay, so we were talking before the break. We were talking about Syria, and what, trending today is Pat Robertson. And Pat Robertson, who uh, decided that uh, that he was going to step out of preacher role and uh, suddenly become an expert in foreign policy. And to me, it was like, you're the Joe, dude, you're, you sound like the Joe, you're the Joe Biden of preachers at this point. Okay. Get off the stage. He's, he's tweeting out today or saying today that with Trump pulls troops out of Syria, he's lost heaven's mandate and then started talking about the Khashoggi dude who got slaughtered by Saudi Arabia and Turkey as though, and, and he's sh- trying to shame Trump because he didn't stop that. What was, I'm sorry, what was Trump supposed to do? Was he supposed to run, uh, fly over on Air Force One to the embassy and try to stop Khashoggi from being murdered? I mean, that's insane. Not to mention the fact that Khashoggi was part of the Muslim Brotherhood. Pat Robertson, this the, you're the kind of Christian that really that makes the rest of us look gonzo, okay? Oh, by the way, get out your Bible because I'm questioning now your understanding of it. Yeah, I said that. Because my because my reading of the Bible and the plan of salvation and talking about how you get into heaven doesn't have anything to do with whether or not it's not dependent upon Pat Roberts's approval of any president's foreign policy, okay? It's ridiculous. I don't know what's what's going on with people. One aspect we talked about with Syria is that, of course, it caused with uh, President Obama. Uh, uh, enabling everything that happened there, arming all the bad guys, ISIS taking taking root there. What ended up happening? All these refugees fleeing there on top of, you know, all these refugees fleeing all these terrorist-infested countries. And we've been bringing them here. We've been bringing them here post-9-11. In fact, Paul Ryan funded to bring all of them here uh, from Obama. And uh, a video that went viral the other day was a construction worker in West Virginia and here's what uh, he had to say to the American taxpayer. Right in the middle of downtown Brooklyn. Y'all. 
You know, they say that ministers and, poli- ministers and rabbis and Catholic priests, they shouldn't get involved in politics. I think that this is a time we should speak up. I'm here today because West Virginia is $784 million in debt, complete, absolute debt. Right here, they're building brand new houses. Now they've taken the white folks and black folks and they moved them down the road here to substandard housing conditions so that 321 Syrian Muslims can move down in this neighborhood in two months when these are completed. This is at a cost of $87 million. You see that funeral home over there? It is to be torn down in two months and a mosque is going to be built there. In six months, this place is going to be a Sharia zone, meaning no non-Christians can walk down here except Muslims. Now, why would they take white Americans and black Americans and throw them down over there in substandard housing and give this to the Islamic people who come here last month, you all remember on WOWK News? They come here three months ago, 321, and you all cheered and came down here and protested. They're living here free on your taxpayers' money while regular Americans are suffering down the street here. These Islamic people here, they get $400 for each child while the regular Americans get nothing. They get cars, they get phones, they get free health care. And regular Americans, black and whites, they're suffering. When is America going to speak up for our people? Screw these Muslims and get them out. This is where your money is, West Virginia. $87 million of your tax money is right here while your own people are suffering. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is what was going on. You know what? If we're going we're gonna to look at bringing people here, we're going to look for a solution in the Middle East. I say we bring all the Kurds here. If everybody's worried about the Kurds today, we bring them here because they're Christians. And we don't bring these Islamists into, into our country. $87 million, and that's for one community they are literally according to this man and you can watch the video online as he's standing in front of this construction area to the tune of 87 million dollars in west virginia you know the amount of poor the poverty in west virginia alone americans suffering of all races all colors being shoved aside to fund all these islamists coming here we got we got we got americans who can't feed their kids they're getting it's like he said they're getting housing cars Food, everything. Why? Why is that? And then, of course, because they can't assimilate into our culture, then it becomes a Sharia zone. You guys listen to this. And, yeah, I know that we've got a caller holding who wants to chime in. But I want to, but I, because I want him to hear this before I go to the call. You're gonna, I want you to hear this. And, no, it's not uh, Tehran where, you, where you're going to hear this. Right in the middle of downtown Brooklyn. Y'all hear that? I want y'all to hit us in the middle of downtown Brooklyn. You think it's Saudi Arabia or Syria? You know what that is? The Shahada. What's up, Tony? Downtown Brooklyn. Hey, brother. Loudspeakers. Listen, brother, see what you hear. Loudspeakers playing is Islamic call to prayer at 5 a.m. five times a day over loudspeakers. Right across the street from where the Brooklyn Nets play basketball. Yeah. This is what's happening in this country as we import people into this country who cannot assimilate into our culture. We face two jihads, one with a sword and one is with creeping Sharia. And President Trump was elected in part to stop that. We need to be thinking about a bigger picture policy and be worrying about our own country at the hands of the Islamist. We need to be more worried about that, quite frankly, than we we need to be more worried about that at this point than the Kurds. We're going to take a break. 
And and I know that we've got a caller holding. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to go to the phones. And then we're also going to round it out. There's a big case that's going to be heard tomorrow in the Supreme Court. And we're going to, we're going to mention that when we come back as well. Stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. An extraordinary adventure to Israel can be yours. Join the Stand with Israel tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher happening December 2nd through the 11th, 2019. Learn more today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. You lived in the same wonderful home for years, and now it's time to finally downsize something smaller, more manageable. But you're anxious, even scared. Let the professionals at the Senior Home Purchase Program put you at ease. This local family-owned company will purchase your home in as-is condition according to your timeline. They offer a complete approach tailored to your transition needs. Please join them for their free luncheon seminar. Downsizing should leave you overjoyed, not overwhelmed. One day only, Thursday, October 17th in Oceanside. Learn where to start downsizing, learn solutions for stress-free moves, today's current real estate market values, plus a simplified way to sell your home. Call the Senior Home Purchase Program at 858-859-0107 to reserve your seat at this informative free luncheon. A lot of people dread the thought of going through the complicated sales process and don't have the time or energy to do so. Thankfully, there's the Senior Home Purchase Program, 858-859-0107, or visit westviewshpp.com. Stocks and lower after trading narrowly all day. China talks resume on Thursday, but the swamp wars encourage China to wait to see if they can get a soft touch in the White House in 2020. GM strike week four. All sides losing money, more plants closing, and the union rejects another offer. China made solar panels 
are going to get a tariff starting next month. Oil prices holding at 53 and a rate cut still expected. Oil tanker rates up 68% to $100,000 a day in a week. Best level in four years. Tanker rates held in the $30, $40 a day range since 2015. But they're up 234% in a month. It appears that uh, sanctions on Iran and giant China tanker company Costco disrupted the market, anchoring many of the contracted ships. There are strict pollution regulations starting in January, so old vessels have been scrapped. Oil demand goes up due to the sanctions and China needs. Bill Holland with the answer of the day on Wall Street. FM 96.1 North County. And AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. Going to go to the phones. Frank from San Diego wants to chime in on uh, President Trump announcing the pulling out of some troops, at least, from Syria. Hey, Frank, welcome to The Andrea K Show. Well, good evening, Andrea. I've called you before. I'm from San Diego. Uh-huh. And I had a little something for you. Um, some of this I wrote, and some of this uh, is a quote, and it just kind of goes hand in hand with our young men and women who give up their lives every day for us. And it goes like this. Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for one's friend. Bless these fallen warriors for their bravery under fire, never to be forgotten and always in our prayers. And I will never fail to show my respect for the fallen. Send angels of protection, love, comfort to the servicemen and women that are still at war. Give them the strength to defend themselves and those who cannot defend themselves. Bring them home safely and comfort their families. That's beautiful. That's absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, and it just, you know, send these people that send our boys and girls to war, I'd like to see them at last one day out there with a 200-pound yeah. pack on their back, mm-hmm. eating K-rations, being shot at, and having to survive in that, you know, what place that that they put us in. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's nobody that I've seen every war movie ever ever made. You know, I'm the daughter of two Marines, come from a big military family. Um, I I saw that why I, when I was a little kid, I watched The World at War you know, series with my dad, which at the time was on uh, VHS tapes. Who even remembers VHS, right? Um, So, you know, I I love military strategy. I love our military so much. And, you know, and I'm I'm certainly somebody that understands the need to go to war and why we have to have a vigorous military. Um, But we hope that actually that, that the, that just the sheer ability that we have as a military is going to deter people from messing with us you don't want to go to war in other words unless you absolutely have to and then if you're going to do it it must be with a clear objective and definition of what a win is and get out and not have us there endlessly not have our military be in a situation to where like these rules of engagement in afghanistan that i read about to where you know they you know they they basically have to literally be up close and with somebody who's shooting at them before they're allowed to defend themselves and, and, and putting our military at risk to go over and do nation building for countries that hate us and we're not even allowed to take any ga- oil or gas with us when we go is literally insane. Yeah. And, and the point is the objective. Right. And that's, you 
have said that time and time again because I've listened to you um, pretty much since you've been on the air. And Trump has an objective. He wants to get this done, get it done this way, complete it, and move on. And that's what the problem is with these old politicians. They love to just be in a quagmire of just deceit and wasting our time, wasting our money, Mm -hmm. and wasting our lives. Absolutely. And, um, you know, uh, I... Mad Dog Mattis now is, you know, a lot of people love him. I, I loved him, too, and loved the, the idea of him until I started learning a little bit more about him. And it was, well, it was like, well, no wonder Obama kept him around um, because Obama purged all the all the good ones. And um, then now he's on the board of directors of General Dynamics. And, you know, a lot a lot of these these people who do that, some some in the military, once they get up in leadership, they're like every other they're like every other politician who gets to D.C. They get sucked into you know, the political end of things. And then, you know, I think in, in, in the case of Mad Dog, people are coming out today and saying that he should be screaming about this. And it's like, well, he's on the board of directors of General Dynamics. He's got a financial stake in wanting to push uh, for for war. And so anyway, Franca, thank you so much for calling in with that poem. It was beautiful. And thank you for um, your good patriot. Thank you for listening to the show and being a friend. All right. Um, shift years a little bit into uh, pop culture. Tomorrow there is a huge case being argued in front of the Supreme Court that has to do with the definition of sex. Um, who would have thought that, you know, the left pushing the party of science and, and oh, my gosh, you science deniers because, you know, you don't believe in climate change. Uh, well, you know what, you Democrats, you don't believe in the fact there is no evidence, there is no proof of your definition of climate change beyond just weather. But we do know that there is male and there is female. There is man and there is woman, and that is it. Okay, that, that is biologically accurate. But don't let the, you know, that get in the way of the Democrats in their, in their push for their cultural Marxist movement to destroy the fabric of this country. So there's a case that's being heard tomorrow in the Supreme Court. And what happened was there's a, a Michigan funeral home, which is how it started, where an employee wanted to be able to, a man wanted to be able to show up dressed as a woman, and the funeral home fired him. So I think the EEOC, I think it was, filed uh, a lawsuit. Yeah, the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission filed a lawsuit over this. This is a really important case that must be heard because we have children, as we talked about many times on the show here, uh, that um, uh, under California Health Framework, and all around the country to where the indoctrination to seize and control young minds, sexualizing them, pushing this transgender stuff on them. They're literally going to children and pushing the notion on them. Are, are you sure you're a boy? Little Mikey, you sure you're a boy? Have you ever wanted to play with your sister's Barbie? Maybe you're really a girl. Okay, they're literally pushing for kids to transition. And then they're pushing through different curriculums to be able to, to have that happen behind a parent's back and with no knowledge. We talked this past week on Friday with Bob Walters about how Gavin Newsom just signed into law that foster parents are not going to be allowed to, to be able to review any communications or any any text messages, anything going on with any of the foster kids. And they're going to be allowed to get everything from uh, they can hide rape from their foster parents, you know, abortions, and this transgender stuff is a part of it. Uh, meanwhile, The Blaze has an article out today with a trans activist, um, a British trans a- activist named Charlie Evans, who says she is de- she is detransitioning. And she's got an article out, and she started a nonprofit organization because she says that she's been 
She's been approached by hundreds of people, 19 and 20-year-olds, who have had full gender reassignment surgery who wish they hadn't. And that their dysphoria hasn't been relieved and they don't feel any better for it. And then this in this article on The Blaze goes on to talk about how, according to one person uh, named Ruby that Evans talked to, that when she was at a gender clinic, uh, they, these these gender assignment clinics are ignoring any other mental health issues that go along. And this is, oh, uh, because the reality is, is that this is a part of, there's, there's often, uh, there's all kinds of mental issues and challenges and things are going on, but they're just ignoring that because this is all about an agenda. Oh, you, you think you might have a little gender dysphoria stuff? Here's some hormones to take. Let me put you on the path to transitioning because that's really what they care about. This case that we're going to hear at the Supreme Court is absolutely monumental because this push that's going on with this, you can pick your gender stuff, is destroying the lives of children all over the world. And we're going to have somebody from Alliance Defending Freedom on this week after the case is heard. Love you all. Be back here tomorrow night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.